Welcome, weary travelers. You are just in time for another episode of the For Crits and Giggles podcast. I'm Kieran Bennett, your dungeon master for this tale, and your brave viewers this evening are Aguila Newman. Hello. Sam Clark. <laughs> and Nick Chong. Is this what you wanted, Kieran? Yeah, it's exactly what I wanted. I is this like, the I cast really you chose? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so this is the cast that I chose. <laughs> this is the show that I wanted. Um, this is the hill that I die on. My <laughs> most inspired uh, improv friends. Best uh-huh. we could come up with. It was if and oh. <laughs> but hey, Freddie Mercury did that and people applauded him for it, so... <laughs> But this is for Crits and Giggles, we're a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons real play podcast. We uh, play D&D, then we record it, and then you listen to it. How's everybody doing, going, um, things like that? Happy Easter, first of all. Eating a lot of chocolate, yeah. Yeah, 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 it's Easter, eating a lot of chocolate. Too much chocolate. And not moving at all. No, just everyone's staying inside. Staying inside, eating our chocolate, like good boys. Good boys, good boys get belly rubs and chocolate. And I've had a lot of chocolate. <laughs> so we all know what that means. Time for belly rubs? Belly Time for belly rubs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got yeah. it. You got it in one. Uh, Nick. It's Karen. Um, I've had too many belly rubs. <laughs> um, and so it's an epidemic plague in this country. Happened. It's an epidemic plague in this country. Yeah, exactly. Too many belly rubs. Jacinda Ardern comes to your house, gives you a belly rub. So I think I'm really weird really quickly. Um, <laughs> so, I, so I can't remember what happened last week. Uh, would you mind reminding me and everyone else what happened last week? Mm-hmm. Sure thing, chicken wang. In the city of Kratok, hunting down the Golden Blade, our heroes discovered a city that seemed to be in turmoil with silent streets and the dead not staying dead. Shortly after arriving, they were face to face with an undead horror in the main square. But, with some crafty thinking, a rope, and stand down with the sickness, the beast was destroyed. <laughs> However, as the monster fell, a tiefling and a tall pussy person entered the square, a crossbow leveled at our heroes. And now, for the next episode of the Crits and Eagles. So hang on, immediately, what I was just going to look at uh, Mithras and Poe, I just look at how, how wounded are they? Like looking. Oh, I'm I'm fine. You healed the dick out of me last time. And Mithras? Yeah, no, I just kind of jumped around the place and did the moonwalk. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure actually Mordai took like all the yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, so never mind. In fact, in one yeah, instance, <laughs> in one sense, magically took the hits as well. Yeah, that's right. You tanked it for everyone. Okay, yeah. well then, uh, what I was just going to quickly and maybe surreptitiously cast Cure Wounds on himself. Uh, I think Poe knows this is happening, um, and so he sort of steps forward to distract Pussy Person and Tiefling. Not in like a threatening way, just like, uh, no, no need for crossbows. I think we're all alive and friendly here. So, the, so the, 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 the pussy person and the tiefling uh, come towards you. The pussy person is very tall and very wide and has a very large crossbow. And they kind of come towards you. But as they approach, the pussy person keeps his crossbow in one hand and with the other hand reaches into a satchel at his side and pulls out a metal rod. And as they get close, he approaches the creature that you just killed and jams this metal rod into its head and into the ground below, pinning it to the ground of the square. Uh, And the tiefling looks at this creature and then looks at you and says... Well, it's a good thing this one was dead. When they're alive, they're a lot more difficult to put in the ground. Who are you three? I'm, I'm sorry, really quick. Is that an immovable rod? Uh, no, no, it's just a, it's, it's just a rod. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, hope, hopefully it'll, it'll turn out to be immovable now that it's in the ground, but no, it's just a normal rod. Mm-hmm. I got excited for a second. Uh, my name's Poe. Mithras. I'm Mordai from the plate. Wait, the plate. <laughs> He's just... gonna look look at his palm of his hand real quick. Is it is it the plague doctors? What is it? Plague merchants from the plague merchants. <laughs> Poe po turns to him. He's like, "That's maybe not a great thing to say in the middle of a plague." But like, I'm a merchant though. Yeah. And then he gives you a big wink. 
a merchant selling plagues. <laughs> and then his eyes just suddenly go wide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the 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 tiefling uh, who's who's she's holding like a, a staff. She kind of lowers it and seems to relax a little bit. Uh, and she sort of looks you up and down, Mordai, and she goes, huh, a plague merchant. Interesting. They don't normally show up until after the plagues are finished, offering advice and all sorts of things. What are, the, what are, you, what are you doing here? Well, our, uh, our company's policies changed a little bit, and we're trying to... We're working on um, prevention instead of just, you know, post-action. Wow, like a, a full public health approach. That's that's nice. I like it. Yeah, I mean, we're getting there. I, I'm a new guy, so um, you know, getting out there, getting in, getting in, getting insta amongst it. So nice, nice, getting your face out in the public. No, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm I'm Lil Tari, uh, and this is this is Jeremy. Lil Tari. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. Uh, and this is and this is Jeremy. This is Jeremy, uh, and Jeremy, the pussy pussy person, uh, looks up from the uh, the creature, which he's been kind of like, basically like ensuring that it's like fully, fully speared to the ground. He looks up and, and he just goes, meow. Uh, and- <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, just real quick. Canonically, uh, is he like Tabaxi, or is he just like something entirely? He's a different? pussy people, Sam. He's a, he's a pussy. Ed, he'll thank okay. you to remember that. So, so it is a whole different race. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Because this because like Tabaxi, as far as I'm aware, is like a wizard's copyright thing, whereas like elf, orc, you know, halfling, like not really that copyrightable. So you know, when yeah. we make that source book so that we can like roll in a giant pile of money. Uh, cover our bases especially when it comes to like the movie we, we really want to, yeah, <laughs> oh, we of course of course keep of our course. options open for that one <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah and we know they have the technology to like make really good cgi cat people now oh so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah jerry turns around and he's got like this really detailed butthole <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah he's kind of sexual a little bit uh, yeah, and so and so and so little, little Tari sort of looks the three of you over, and she says, "Not that you'd admit it if I asked you, but are the three of you associated with the Lucky Reverie by any chance?" Ooh, why do we know that name? Uh, no, we are not. I believe we are here trying to investigate what happened to them or what's going on. All right. Well. It probably isn't safe to stay here much longer, and and then Jeremy suddenly goes, "Meow." No, yeah, you're right. We should we should probably take take them to to Bonnie. Uh, she'll she'll know what to do with the with, the, with these guys. And uh, and she she looks at you and she sort of like she does like just like a come on sort of thing. She's like, "Follow me. I'll I'll take you. I'll take you to the boss." Yep, we are blood. Alrighty. Is this dead thing like dead? Uh, well, I mean, yes, it is, but it is still like struggling against the the pin that is in its head now, and the fact that its body is like destroyed. Right. So, yes, but also no. Okay, makes sense. A nice, clear answer. For you. <laughs> so you're traveling through the city, uh, and uh, you, you you leave the square, and you're sort of going down a road, and and little Tari uh, turns and she says. You know, you'd have to be crazy or stupid to come this far south these days. What brings you? What brings you the three to Cranoff? A little bit of Colin uh, Bay. A little bit of Colin Bay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 nice, 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 nice. She she says that. <laughs> We're actually uh, on the hunt for a friend. A friend. Yeah. What kind of friend? I mean, if they're. If they were living here in Cranath, then I don't know what to tell you. Well, it's not actually that simple. It's we have to come here to get something else, to get something else, to be able to go help our friend. Right, right. Okay, sure, sure. No, I, I, I understand. I understand. Uh, where, where did you guys come from before this? It's a good question. The Starlet Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it was a long time ago. <laughs> it was very long time ago. I was I wasn't a cleric back then. It's been we've been walking for many many moons. You would you've been walking for many moons. No, you guys look like it. You uh you you look you look well traveled. 
do you mind if I ask what you are doing here? Uh, formerly studying magic. These days, just trying to stay alive. Fear. Do you have any idea what's going on with the whole dead not being dead? Uh, that. No, no. I, that that one I'm not. That one I'm not too sure on. But there's a lot of rumors going around. But the the biggest one, and it doesn't. It's not one that I really like to think about. But the biggest one going around is that Vichma is is no longer in this world. But I mean, that's 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 crazy. There's there, that. I mean, <laughs> that there's there's no physical way that that could happen. Right? And Jeremy goes, Meow. How long has this been going for? How long? Uh, ooh. the whole, With the whole dead not being dead thing, you mean? Yeah. Probably a few weeks now. Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not been a great time. And pff, <laughs> let me tell you, things weren't great before then. So the rest, the whole town, are they all now just undead people? Uh, not everyone, no, but uh, uh, everyone who is taken out by the Red Sickness, they're, you know, still around. So people that died, like, before, they're not awake now? No, everyone who seems to, everyone who is dead, you know beforehand they're you know they're not coming back or anything but anyone who seems to be dying now just it isn't it's like they can't for what it's worth kieran's had the story written for like two years now he didn't yeah, purposefully geez. plan a pandemic story in the middle I of know, the pandemic i know <laughs> i was i was really just gonna gloss over My it God, yeah. <laughs> We're not being yeah. poor taste on purpose. This yeah, it's no, literally no, no, been no. in a binder for so many years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Who's the one that's carrying the crossbow? Uh, Jeremy, the the pussy person. Okay, so so Mithras goes over and, and kind of walks next to Jeremy and says, "Hey, Jeremy. So like, from one meow arrow loving." person to another you know like i had a really hard time trying to kill these damn creatures back then you know it's kind of embarrassing to be honest and i pride myself on my ability to uh dispatch uh unfavorable uh (laughs) things uh got any got any tips got any any tips for me um on how to to do this right uh and so he 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 sees the the bow on 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 your back uh and he uh he, he sort of gestures like you know can I sort of thing and, and, he, and he, he he takes the bow out of its bow sheath I don't know what you keep a bow in uh, and uh, and then you you notice uh, on the front of his chest is like a kind of like a baby Bjorn sort of thing resting inside of which is a kitten that looks a lot like Jeremy uh, and he passes the crossbow his crossbow to this kitten on the front of his chest and then he kind of inspects your bow bends it a little bit, plays with the string, passes it back to you, and he goes, meow, 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 meow. Mm. A little help with the translation over here, please. Uh, little, little Uzi, I've forgotten your name. She just kind of like... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you 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 feel you feel like you understand you feel like you understand what he means. Uh, okay. Uh, and, it's a Chewbacca and, and, and type the, thing. Everyone it's just a Chewbacca type thing. Yeah, like everyone knows what he's saying. Uh, the language yeah. of the bow. Uh, gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. So you, you you get what he's saying, and he gives you some pointers. Uh, and so the, the next time you use your bow, you'll you'll get inspiration. Love it. Uh, Mithras kind of nods his head and says, "Meow, meow." <laughs> Jer- Jeremy uh, sort of makes like a weird kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> noise and he realizes he's, he's like he's laughing oh god so jeremy and lil tari take you through the winding labyrinthine streets of cranoff uh cranoff is a fairly dark and oppressive place with the the buildings looming above your head and the sheer scale of this city is like a feeling in your body like this is an old large city 
but despite the oppressiveness, you notice that a lot of the streets and the buildings are hung with festive banners and streamers. And some places are, are even bedecked with banners and the remains of these like feasts and like lights. And it's, it's very, it's very colorful, but everything has been dropped at, 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 the, at the drop of a hat. You know, these parties have been interrupted uh, very suddenly and quite recently it seems and you also pass a large number of four armed stone knights seemingly collapsed in the streets and the doorways they're around eight feet tall and some of them are just standing in the street while others are collapsed against the side of the buildings or seemingly kind of frozen in time like picking something up or getting something out of a pocket or or something like that and occasionally Little Tari will produce a small pink jewel from her robe and she'll wave it against a small squat pillar that's sitting in the street. And this is kind of, this is always at like an intersection or just in front of like a, a big building or a square or something like that. It seems to be some kind of like ritual that she has to do in order to progress further through the city. But the most unsettling thing of all, however, is the silence in the city. With such a large city, you would expect there to be noise and hustle and bustle all around you. No, even if the streets were empty where you were, you'd expect to hear noise other places. Instead, the city is completely silent. All you hear is the scuff of your own footsteps and the occasional small meow from the kitten strapped to Jeremy's chest. Occasionally, you see a dead form pinned under a broken beam or otherwise trapped, their grey forms struggling against the prison. And eventually, uh, you come out to uh, you come out to a small kind of market square, all the stands and stuff abandoned with like goods just sort of strewn all over the place. Uh, and Lil Tari gets the small gem out of her pocket again, and she says. Look, I'm, I'm just going to warn you that what's on the other side of this, this square here uh, is, is the main river that cuts through Cranoth. But uh, what, what else you'll see is uh, a little bit confronting. So um, try not to be surprised. And uh, with, with, for all the God's sake, don't make any noise, Okay. Uh, and she uh, she then scans the little pink uh, gem uh, against a, a final pillar, and suddenly it starts making this beep 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 noise. And she looks at uh, Poe because uh, you're the one that's standing closest to her, and she says, "Shit, uh, smash it, smash it! I, I I can't while I'm holding this gem." Uh, okay, uh, nunchucks are out, and he's going to attack it. Uh, so you spin your nunchucks. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll for it because it's literally just standing there. Uh, so you spin your nunchucks and uh, smash into it. Uh, and the echoes of the beep, beep sort of fade away uh, into the square. Uh, and there's a, a moment of silence where Jeremy from the back of your group is kind of looking around. And little Tari, like, panic and fear in her eyes is, like, looking around. But nothing... Nothing seems to nothing seems to happen. You, you guys, you guys seem to have gotten gotten lucky, uh, and so you get to the other side of the square and you uh, come out through a small alleyway. And in front of you is this enormous river that cuts a, a swathe through the city, and there are multiple bridges running over the length of this river up and down the city. And on either side of each bridge are these big steel gates. And trapped between these big steel gates on every bridge are hordes of grey-skinned people. And they're all just standing completely still, staring off into the middle distance, trapped on these bridges. Hundreds and hundreds of people trapped on these bridges. Um, Kamurai is just going to quickly whisper to Blightstar. Mm-hmm. Just be like, hey... Uh, Blightstar, do you know anything about what this whole not dead business is about? Oh, I reckon, um, reckon what we could uh, bloody do here, mate, is we could uh, spread some uh, spread some disease, maybe, <laughs> or, uh, you know, take take a few lives, you know, that sort of thing. Spread the good word of Salem Third. What do you reckon? Yeah, I thought so. 
Okay. Right. Good, Sweet good chat. Good chat. Love it. Yeah, I'll come back to you. <laughs> uh, and so, little Tari and Jeremy take you down to the banks of the river, uh, and little Tari's kind of like looking up and down, and then she uh, she points to a, a discarded boat. Uh, and as she's kind of writing it up uh, and getting it ready, she she says, "We're in luck today. Normally we have to swim across, which is, as you can imagine, a lot noisier. And looking up at the bridge, she says, a lot more dangerous. And as she kind of readies the boat and sort of gestures for you guys to to hop in, she says, "Normally they just kind of stand there up on the bridge. Uh, you know, they, they I think they're like they're confused by the gates." Or something. It, it, I don't. I don't really understand it. But sometimes one of them will notice the gate, and they'll all just try and break through all of a sudden. And it's when that happens, it's 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 never pretty. It's never good. You begin to row across the ro- the the river, and Jeremy's kind of rowing uh, the boat very very silently. And as as you as you're rowing along. Mithras. Yes. You're playing with your bow, and uh, you want to look at one of your arrows, and uh, you don't normally do this on a boat, and the, the rocking motion uh, causes it to kind of like slip in your fingers a little bit. Make a dexterity saving throw. Hang on. Is is Mithras masturbating? I don't know. Maybe. Playing um, with his bow? <laughs> polishing his arrow? <laughs> Dexterity saving throws in twelve. Twelve. Okay, so as, as you're, you're, yeah, it's not great. Uh, so as, as you're doing this, uh, the arrow, uh, like it, it, it fully slips out of your hand. Uh, but as you as you lunge for it, uh, it kind of like it catches on the side of the boat, and you luckily manage to to grab it just before it clatters into the water. Um, and as as you're rowing across, um, uh, Poe something occurs to you something that something that you've wanted to ask little tari or or jeremy like i don't mind i don't mind who you talk to what, what is it what is it that you ask you wouldn't happen to know he says in hushed whispers where we might get some weapons blessed would you blessed what do, what do you want to bless a weapon for well you happen to notice in uh, in our last encounter that they didn't seem to like uh, I don't know how to say celestial damage without tabletopping it um, Weapon, weapons blessed by the gods yeah they didn't like holy wrath and if we could I don't know even temporarily imbue our we- weapons with it we might stand a slightly better chance what do you, what, what do you, sorry wait hang on what do you mean last time have you have you seen these things somewhere before? No, I mean like when you found us, the one that we smote. Oh, right. Oh, God. I was going to say, I, I, I hope these things aren't anywhere else. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, yeah. About that. <laughs> there was a bunch of them in the Starlet Rock as well. This is not our first time. Oh. Oh, gods. Um. Okay, you, you, okay, you, no, uh, don't, don't, don't waste your time with me. You need to, you need to tell, you need to tell Barney about this. But about the, the weapon blessing? Oh, right, yeah, sorry, I, I, you know, I, stressful times and, and all that. Um, well, I mean, normally the, the, the main priests and, and whatnot here in Cranath are the lucky revelry, but I wouldn't go to them for anything these days. Oh, well, that's convenient. That is sort of the direction we were headed in. So, um, good to know. Thank you. What, you, what do you mean? You you wanted to talk to them? Yeah. It's sort of the whole reason we're here. Is Kieran here? Is it, is it, is it though? Is it really the reason you're here? <laughs> is it not? Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, we are here to get the... We, okay, the golden blade is here? Correct. And we're trying to get the golden blade of him, obviously. Yes. The lucky revelry are like the priests here, and old mate... Zoth. Zoth uh, told us that. 
I don't think he told us to. Did he? T- he didn't tell us to find them or anything like that. I just assumed that they might know nah, something he... about something. So. Nah, he he was just like, oh, they've been acting really strangely lately. I thought he right, said like okay. he, he we lost contact with them, so we were going to go find them. No. No. I think our, our main quest <laughs> that's a side quest our main quest is to find the golden blade and to find the golden blade alright let's do that conversation again <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so so you, so you guys are, you guys are headed across uh, and you, you make it to the other side and the, the boat comes to a, a gentle a gentle stop uh, on the on the other side of the bank and uh, and as you're as you're getting out uh Jeremy, uh, with his great catty girth, uh, sort of stumbles a little bit and 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 uh, and, and rocks the boat in the, uh, in the in the in the rocks. Wait, the Jeremy's side, tall and, and wide. Yeah, he's tall and wide. Is he a buff cat? He's chunky. Uh, yeah, he's chunky. He's he's like a, he's a chunky boy. This oh, cat okay. is chunky. Yeah. I mean, like he like he is he is like buff, but not in like a you know aesthetics kind of way, but more in like a in a pose sort of way. Yeah, 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 like a functional strength sort of way. Okay, cool. Does he Wait, look fluffy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course he does. Nice. It's kind of like James Corden. He's, he's... <laughs> <laughs> it's not functional, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James, James Corden doesn't have functional strength. Yeah. <laughs> no one's looking at James Corden like, I bet you could like weightlift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, what what about like Idris, Idris Elba and Kate? Idris Elba is more like Idris Elba in Cats is more like aesthetics, isn't it? Is he? I don't know. I've never actually seen Cats. Yeah. That was a, yeah, that was no a test. Have you seen Cats, Karen? <laughs> yeah. No, but I've seen the trailer. Yeah. And I've seen Idris Elba. <laughs> That's it for me. So it's yeah, Rebel Wilson that. from Cats. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's more like a Judy Dench from Cats. <laughs> Jesus. So as, as you're trying to get out of the boat, uh, Jeremy kind of stumbles uh, and he and he clatters a little bit coming out of the boat, uh, and there's and there's a sudden hush as little Tari like looks at the she looks at the bridges and Jeremy looks at the bridges, but luckily they don't seem to have they don't seem to have noticed and she breathes a sigh, sigh of relief. And as you're making your way through the streets, uh, the city on this side of the river is just as quiet as the other side, but it doesn't. Like, it doesn't feel as empty or as oppressive. There are people around, but they're definitely hiding. And, uh, and eventually you hop over this, uh, this tall wall and you find yourselves in a large garden at the back of this two-story house. And little Tari takes you up a set of stairs to the, uh, to the back door of this place. Uh, and she does this, like, incredibly complex, you know, sort of, like, you know, secret knock kind of thing. Uh, and the and the, the door opens. The room inside is plush and gaudy and covered with all these like floral prints. And there's a really scruffy-looking halfling with a large beard holding open the door for, for for all you guys, looking you up and down with very intense suspicion. And then on the other side of the room is a tall, thin elf wearing a wide-brimmed hat. One might say it's a cowboy hat, but I wouldn't say that. Yo. Uh, but as you go in, to your right is this large chaise longue, upon which rests a very tall, muscular woman in a gorgeous red dress. And she's leaning against, uh, or she's like, you know, reclining on the chaise longue. And uh, leaning against the back of it is this enormous sword. Uh, and she and the elf stop speaking as you enter the room, and she looks you over. And she looks at the three of you and she looks at uh, little Tari and Jeremy and she nods and she says, right, what have we got here then? Irish cowboy, <laughs> Scottish cowboy. <laughs> no, no, she doesn't. She's not the one with the big hat. It's the elf. Oh, the uh, uh, I feel like sc- we walked Scottish into like... Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Scottish Jessica Rabbit, if you like. Everybody's struggling to be the main character in this room. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really sure who to look at. with my mind's eye. I was like, "Ooh, you're all so interesting." Tiny halfling with a big beard. What's your story, Plague Man? I think you've you've got the lead on this one. Oh, okay. so I thought you were getting ready to say something. <laughs> yeah, no, same. I was like, "Is he just remembering the name of the god first? Uh, hello, I. My name is Mordai. 
This All here right. is Mithras, and this man is Poe. Poe Bells. And we are here to help with the problem. And he does. He does. Uh, right. And which one of our many problems would you be here to help with? Uh, the the dead not dying one. And how and how exactly is an elf, a Kinharian, and a Tiefling supposed to help me with a problem and try and keep all the people that I've got under me alive? Uh, I was looking at him with like the same face, like, yeah, how are we? (laughs) (laughs) Finding, get this, by finding the golden blade. Poe makes a face like, oh yeah, he actually has a plan here, this is great. (laughs) And how exactly is finding that bastard supposed to help us? Well, with the power uh, and the knowledge that we already have from, (laughs) don't want to name drop anything, but we've been in contact with a couple gods, I mean. (laughs) And he's going to like, you know, look to his boys. Yeah, Mithras Um, gives him a fist bump. Uh, boys, 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 boys. <laughs> we might be able to um, stop this before it gets too bad. All right, that's that. That is a that is a that is a bold claim. That is a bold claim. But I'm a bold individual. Tell, uh, I that, that you that you are you are a bold individual, and I and I like and respect that. But tell me little tiefling the golden blade and all his sundry men and servants have managed to evade high administrator omen and the stone knights of cranoth for the last month and a half so how exactly are you proposing that the three of you are gonna find him well i thought maybe friendship what's that what? <laughs> what did you say? I did say friendship. Yeah. This is where you do the Liam Neeson taken uh, yeah. monologue. <laughs> okay, see, I actually don't know. That. <laughs> was there a way we we would we had to track him or something? How do we know he was here? Well, two years ago when we first started playing this season, you guys had a conversation with Fergus Ferguson. And he was like, oh, Fergus Ferguson, Fergus Ferguson and Targan. You remember, you remember those guys? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so you chatted to him and he was like, yo, dog, go find the Golden Blade. We heard that he was in Cranoth. And when you're there, you should look up my sister. Oh, uh, and she was called, don't tell me. Was it M something? Nah. Shit. It was Bonnie (laughs) Bonnie 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 Wait, is this chick called Bonnie? Post is Bonnie? Hey, that's me. Bonnie Bonnieson? I I haven't been called that since I was a little girl. You know what? The accent really should have given it away. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it really should. This is in character. We're all saying this to each other. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we probably should have guessed though, shouldn't we? Uh, sorry, uh, we are actually good friends of uh, Fergus Ferguson and 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 Angus Anguson. It's something like that. Torben Torbenson. Torben Torbenson. <laughs> oh, Fergus and Torben. Ah, ay. And she like kind of claps her hands together quite delicately, and she's like, "Oh, I haven't talked to them in oh, in quite an age. How are they these days?" Ah, alas, we saw doing pretty well. Is Fergus Wait, alive? No, didn't Fergus die? No, he didn't die. No. Why got, do I think Fergus is dead, yeah. Kieran? He had a bad time, but he didn't die. Oh well, I'm I'm glad to hear that they're that they're doing that they're doing well. I suppose I should probably write him a letter when this is all when this is all over. You know, it's so easy to lose touch with your family. Well, you know, I suppose I suppose any friend of Fergus and Torbin has got to be a has got to be a good sort and that's what they say kind of, I, I that that sounds exactly like them and she she levels a finger at uh at you Mora, and she says and i bet that fergus that wee little rascal that he is he told you to come here 
And he told you to come talk to me, didn't he? That would be true, yes. Hey, that wee little shite. <laughs> that wee little shite. Well, well, my friends. Well, uh, what was it? It was uh, Mordai Mithras and... Poo. Oh, poo. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> why, you would, why you would dunk on yourself, I don't know. <laughs> you just played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a wee bit of a, a wee bit of a situation on our hands here. I don't noticed. know if you've, uh, uh, yeah, I, th- I thought you might have. I thought you might have noticed, and uh, you know the whole dead not being dead thing. Uh, and you reckon you could help us out? Where did you come from before this? Uh, the start at Rock, actually. Oh, hey, and how are things there? I, uh, I've heard some interesting stories. Those interesting stories are probably true. About the same there as it is here. Oh, is it? I mean, it's not like this bad, but yeah, same sort of stuff. Looks like you need all the help you can get. (laughs) (laughs) I, you'd, uh, you'd be correct there. Well, my lads. And she kind of looks around at the at the elf and the halfling and little Tari and, and Jeremy. And she says, So, I have a bit of a plan to try and help the city. And I hope that the three of you will be able to help me with it. What do you say? All right. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. We are heroes. After all. <laughs> now, mm, don't. Mm. <laughs> Okay. I do. I like. I mean, okay. our kill to save ratio is a bit off, but <laughs> out of, out of character, out of character, I totally want to say like, uh, like we've kind of got our job to do, and as long as this gets us to the golden blade, which we do actually need, but Poe's just gonna say yes because he wouldn't make help conditional, but he's a good yeah. bitch. But Sam would. I just feel like we've been distracted by so many people's side quests that I just. Want to get the golden blade, but <laughs> we almost had it too. <laughs> yeah, uh, and she and she says, "So I've got a wee bit of a plan to to try and save the city, and I I hope the three of you will be able to to help me with it. And you know, as they say, one good turn deserves another. If you uh, if the three of you manage to help me out, I'm sure that it's somehow in the process. Maybe we'll run into the golden blade, and maybe." Who knows? You know, we'll uh, we'll be able to find a way to to get that pesky sword off that bastard man. Okay, look, hang on a minute. Uh, I don't want to be that guy, but just before you said, no, no, yeah, by yeah, all means, nah. be that guy. <laughs> just before you just said that he he'd been evading you and all your guards for a very long time. So, like, what kind of? Oh no, 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 no! He hadn't been evading me. He'd been evading High Administrator Omen. The man who runs the city and partially got us into this bloody mess in the first place. Um, Aye, the the Golden Blade hasn't been evading me. I have, well, I have some interest in having him put down like the the dog he is, but uh, he he hasn't invaded my city. The, The ruler of this fair land and the Stone Knights... They are the ones who have failed to capture him. Okay. Okay. I'm, re- I'm really sorry, but I'm I'm loving the, the fantasy setup and that kind of stuff, but we are severely out of the loop. If you wouldn't mind just taking a couple of minutes, can you start at the beginning and tell us exactly what's going on here? Oh, aye. Right, of course. I... I, I... Apologies, I, I forget that not everyone lives in this in this fair capital of the world. So, as I'm sure you are probably aware, having come having come from the Starred Rock, there is uh, a wee bit of an outbreak of red sickness tearing through the land at the moment, which is unusual considering that disease hasn't existed on this world for several thousands of years. We are a mite unprepared for for such a thing and the disease really, really did a number on the city and unfortunately Cranach was the the, the main the main centre for that uh, 
for Red Sickness to make a re- reappearance in the world. And High Administrator Omen, in all his wisdom and glory, attempted to clamp down on Red Sickness and, and maintain order in the city. But at the same time, that shiny golden bastard and all his various cronies showed up looking for something looking for something in the city and they started causing all kinds of a all kinds of a ruckus and so omen the stone knights you understand that you saw they aren't controlled by omen they aren't controlled by anyone within the city there's a large stone in the middle of Cranoth that's been there since the city's founding that controls the Stone Knights. Now, Omen has a little bit of control and a little bit of influence over that, that stone and, and the knights that it controls. But when the Golden Blade and Red Sickness started tearing up the city, he leaned on it a little too hard and he broke it. And the Stone Knights, they shut down. And, well, I mean, after that happened, Red Sickness tore through the city. Thousands, thousands died. And then the Golden Blade up and vanished for a little while, which was something of a blessing, considering that pretty shortly afterwards, everyone who was dying from Red Sickness wasn't staying in the ground no more. And so that then leads us to today. High Administrator Omen is holed up in the middle of the city trying to fix the stone to control the stone knights. The Golden Blade is apparently returned to the city and the three of you are here now as well. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you. I do appreciate that. Uh, Mordai's just flicking through his um, quest log and he's gonna say, uh, Bonnie, hey. with all your uh, connections, you wouldn't happen to know if a druid came through here a druid no, I, I I haven't seen a, a druid in in many a long while I have to say is there someone you're looking for uh, yeah yeah there is don't worry about it no, that's fine alright I won't <laughs> <laughs> I could tell it was weighing on your mind so I just wanted to... uh, I, it it was it was a right concern for me <laughs> alright lads so I, I'd, I'd say that with the, with the three of you on our side, three more strapping capable lads, we could probably we could probably make a good push through for the center of the city and try and reclaim the stone mind, the, the controller of the stone knights of Cranoth, and restore a wee bit of order to the city. So it is fixable. Uh, if it isn't then I don't know what we'll do. The city would be lost. So it's fixable then. Yes, we'll find out. Exactly. As 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 your friend Mithras has said, we'll find out. So when you say we'll push through what are we pushing through? Uh, There might be the wee problem of uh, the hordes of dead. Uh, that have infested the city. Also, there might be another wee small problem as well. Mm, go on. Uh, the the uh, you, 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 have you lads heard of the Lucky Revelry? Only good things. Oh, I well. Hmm. Uh, so when uh, when the forces of death stopped, uh, you know, working and. Uh, a plague ripped through the city. Uh, the lucky reverie, uh, the high priests of uh, Antalya, decided that meant that uh, the gods had departed from the world and there was no more meaning in life. And so uh, now they've gone a wee bit insane. And what are they doing now? How is that a problem for us? Uh, well, occasionally they'll just sort of wander through the city and, um, you know, they'll just they'll just kill folks for the laugh of it you know my people <laughs> she just kind of gloss, glosses over that <laughs> sorry we'll, 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 we'll probably uh, leave here sometime you know 
tomorrow. So you, you lads, look like you've had a, a wee bit of a, a wee bit of a hard time of it. But uh, you're welcome to you're welcome to take advantage of anything we have here and and rest up for the journey ahead. You guys wouldn't happen to have um, an armory of sorts, would you? Oh yeah. I, I, now it's it's funny that you mentioned it actually, but you you. Luckily, luckily for you, we've uh, we actually had the good fortune to find some uh, so to find a wee bit of armor and some iron running supplies recently. So uh, yeah, actually, you uh, you should go and speak with uh, you should go down with Lil Tari, and she'll be able to she'll be able to sort you out. She knows her way around. Sweet, thank you. Uh, do do you, any of you have any more questions for Bonnie? Okay. Uh. <laughs> Poe looks reluctant and says I am all for saving everyone we can however the three of us well we struggle to take down one of them how are we going to take down thousands and a bunch of crazy cultists uh, speak for yourself bro I mean I feel like I took him out pretty handily going on <laughs> we draw them all to Mordai we will take all the hits and we'll just take that <laughs> stone together it took us an entire session to take down <laughs> one of them there are thousands <laughs> and even then we can't kill them what what what, what do you what do you mean lads they're 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 just they're just dead folks and uh, and then little tari kind of like uh interrupts and she says uh, well, I mean, to to be entirely fair to 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 you three, uh, what you, what you were fighting wasn't any wasn't just any dead person. It was a dead member of the Lucky Revelry, one of the uh, an incredibly powerful magic user uh, that has been brought back to life by unnatural forces. Uh, the, the, the 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 fact that you managed to take it down at all is, is quite an impressive feat. But the regular. Uh, and she looks a little uncomfortable. One of the mill dead that are in the city—they're—they're they're a little easier to take care of. Uh, an impressive feat, you say? <laughs> uh, All right, yeah. lads, look at us. <laughs> full credit, full credit to the boys, though. Oh, hey, full credit to the boys, indeed. If that's what you managed to do, I'm very impressed. Uh, okay, well. Hopefully we don't run to too many more of those then. Hey, uh, reporters are saying that they're a, a wee a wee bit away from here, so uh, fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, so the, the the three of you are free to uh, go and explore the uh, sort of converted inn that Bonnie Bonnison and her gang have uh, have taken over, uh, and what you guys get up to uh, there, we're gonna have to find out next week because that's what we're gonna call it. Ooh. Can I press the long rest button? <laughs> yes, you may. Yay! Yeah, I want to put. Oh, it cool. Too. Wait, so that that's everything, eh? You get oh, everything back. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that is where we're going to call it this week. I hope you guys enjoyed that. A very conversation-heavy episode. A big exposition dump and a big lore dump uh i hope you'll forgive me sam one of these days i'll tell a coherent story i promise no no no, no. i was <laughs> confused that's oh yeah it was just me catching up it is tough because we don't play you know that often <laughs> yeah the, yeah, the most of the frustration yeah. just comes from not remembering what we've done yeah it's like the, i i i i always feel them it's been so long since it's, it's not the new stuff it's the old stuff that <laughs> I, being reintroduced to the old stuff that I did <laughs> anyway yes if you uh, if you've enjoyed this episode you can find us on Twitter we are at for crits and giggles uh, I'm at Mr. K underscore Bennett uh, you can find us on Facebook or uh, at for crits and giggles uh, also you can find us on iTunes uh, where you can leave us a five star rating and review like this one uh, from born unto undeath who says this show is so good i binged it all in two weeks lol that's really fucking impressive oh my god um <laughs> if you consider yeah 
I'll come to that in a second. Uh, the only problem I have is that I want more. It's so good. <laughs> sorry. Uh, guys, yeah, sorry, man. This, this, yeah, this review yeah. was left a while ago, and I do apologize. That's going to be a problem you're going to learn to live with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he also says, uh, or they also say, I don't know if it's a man or woman. Uh, you guys are probably one of the funniest pods I've heard, and Borstov and Rat are the best garbage bone boys anyone could ask for. Yay. Keep up the great work, and keep bringing us this amazing show. Oh, thank you. That's very kind. That is very kind of you. Thank you so much. Uh, speaking of, uh, I binged it all in two weeks. Unbelievable kindness. I'll get to that as well. Uh, speaking of um, binging it all in two weeks, being a very impressive feat, this is our 101st episode. Yo. Oh, Jeez. Yeah. Spanning over what, four years? Uh, nearly, yeah, yeah, nearly nearly four years, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I feel like yeah. a different person. 25 episodes a year. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but yes, as as Sam briefly mentioned, uh, speaking of unbelievable generosity, uh, you can now go unbelievable, unbelievable generosity. Yes, uh, you can now go to patreon.com forward slash for crits and giggles, uh, and there you can, um, you know, you can give us money. To- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's really all there is to it. You can give us money to uh, support the show. There's uh, various tiers, which will get you different things. What? Really? Yeah. Sorry. I looked it up. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. It's cool. Uh, did you not click on... I sent you the link in the chat. Did you not look at it? I didn't I didn't remember oh, that being in the chat. On. My bad. Hey, cut, Nick. I know you didn't click on that. Are you kidding me? I even commented. Well, I responded. Oh, so it's just chat. me. Yes. I'm the bad guy. Know. Yeah. Shit. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, my my how the turntables have turned. Um, yeah, there are different tiers where you can get various different things. Everyone who uh, pledges gets uh, episodes and bonus episodes and website posts uh, early um, or you know before everyone else. Um, uh, if you really want to be super generous, like one person has, uh, you can even play in a canonical monthly campaign uh, DM'd what? by me. Um, you can get the opportunity to vote on bonus episodes that we're going to produce. Uh, so Sam and I are currently collaborating on uh, the one that has just recently been voted on. So look out for that. That'll be cool. Um, and yeah, so uh, a massive and unreserved thank you to everyone who has pledged so far. Every single dollar helps. Legends. Legends. The lot of you. Um, anyway, uh, until next time, stay in your fucking bubble. And your bubble does not include whoever you goddamn well please. It is who you live with, and you bloody well know that. And may all your hits be crits. Damn, this Patreon's lit. Yeah.